What's up, everybody? I'm Milan Jordan. Welcome to the MMA Daily Blitz, part of the DSP uh, Media Podcast Network. Uh, thanks for tuning into this debut episode. By, by the way, follow me at Twitter at Milan Jordan. For those of you listening to this and not watching it on our YouTube channel, it's M I L A N J O R D A N. Fourth of July weekend means a big weekend in mixed martial arts and all capped off by UFC 276, their annual International Fight Week show, capped off with a with an excellent card uh, for the most part. The main event was a bit of a snoozer, but the rest of the fights definitely delivered uh, Saturday night in Vegas. Let's start off with that main event for the middleweight championship. Israel Adesanya put his belt on the line against Jared Cannonier. Let's be honest, the best part of the fight was at a sign his entrance to the octagon. He came out to the Undertaker's music, complete with the hat over his eyes, the, the smoke, the purple lights. He was even carrying an urn with, uh, to the octagon with Cannoneer's name on it, uh, just taking his time. It took probably like five, ten minutes to get to the octagon for him, but it was outstanding uh, entrance and certainly one that uh, at a sign he likes to entertain, and he certainly was entertaining uh, with his entrance uh, for this fight. And unbeknownst to him, uh, there are some WWE folks hierarchy uh, in attendance after their uh, pay-per-view. They went over to the to check out UFC uh, 276. That would be Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and also uh, Triple H as well. Now, for the fight itself, eh, not the most exciting one in the world, but I get it. Uh, Cannoneer, he didn't mount very much offense. and almost looked like he was trying to avoid getting finished by Adesanya more than trying to beat him. Uh, to his credit, you know, Adesanya, he would strike quickly, but then Cannonier wouldn't allow Adesanya to, to uh, follow up with that. But it was a convincing win by Adesanya because someone had to win, and it was Adesanya in this one uh, winning the fight uh, by all three judges. Now, for the co-main event, a trilogy between Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway, the first two fights in, in this series, very close fights. With Volkanovski coming out on top, very close fights. Like I said, Holloway, you could argue that maybe he won either or both of those fights. But as far as part three in this trilogy, it was all Volkanovski. A completely dominating performance with a capital D. Uh, beats him for the third time by decision. And Volkanovski, to be honest with you, he hardly took any damage. Uh, Max had did have a nasty, nasty cut above his left eye, but... It was Volkanovsky who just was this very precise, very efficient, almost like a you hear like about tunnel vision. He had more like a tunnel striking. He just stayed in the pocket and just and just would land strikes. And uh, you know Holloway likes to charge forward, but uh, he would get hit and then he'd have to like reset himself constantly over throughout the fight. So this was all Volkanovsky. And it wasn't that Holloway looked bad. It was that Volkanovsky looked that good. Let's be honest wasn't that long ago people were talking about Max Holloway, how he was dominating the featherweight division, and him being, along with Jose Aldo, perhaps the greatest featherweight in UFC his history. I mean, Max Holloway was lapping the competition at 145. Well, now, fast forward to 2022, Volkanovski has now lapped Max Holloway. So now, now you can say a Volkanovski, perhaps the greatest featherweight of all time, he and Jose Aldo. Uh, but uh, Volkanovski, after the fight, he said he wants a chance at, uh, for the lightweight title, maybe become a two-division champion. We shall see. At the very least, though, Volkanovski, he's right up there for best pound-for-pound fighter in the UFC as he improves to 25-1 and overall, 
and 12 and 0 in the UFC. And the thing is with Volkanovsky, he just keeps getting better and better in every fight. So uh, excellent, excellent performance by uh, the 145 pound champ, Alexander Volkanovsky. All right, back to the middleweight division. Axe Pereira took on Sean Strickland. And Strickland, he came in ranked fourth in this fight. And, uh, you know, he won a bunch of fights in a row. And he was in line for a title shot with the win. But Alex Pereira, he had other things on his mind. He ruined all that. And now it could be Pereira who gets a title shot at Israel Adesanya. Pereira, he's a world-class kickboxer. Yet Strickland was still trading strikes with him and in the early going. And Pereira landed a left hook right on uh, Strickland's chin that dazed him. And then uh, Pereira followed up with a straight right. And to put it nicely, Strickland got KTFO'd, okay? If you're not sure what that means, kids, look it up. You know what I mean. All right, so two or three Pereira's, uh, Pereira's three fights in the UFC have ended via knockout or TKO, while Strickland, as I mentioned, he won a bunch of fights in a row, six in a row to be exact. That streak comes to an end. It's his first defeat since 2018. So now Alex Pereira could possibly face Israel Adesanya for the middleweight championship. And these two are no strangers, Pereira and Adesanya. Uh, they competed against each other in kickboxing with uh, Pereira coming out on top in both meetings. However, in mixed martial arts, I think that might suit Adesanya a little bit better, but Pereira just has vicious striking. So that should be a very entertaining fight. Certainly more entertaining than uh, the title fight that Adesanya had uh, this past Saturday. All right. Also on the main card, you had Brian Barbarina against Robbie Lawler, an absolute legend. Uh, and as expected, this was a good slugfest back and forth between these two guys. Uh, but then after taking a couple of shots from Lawler, uh, the end of the fight had Barbarina uh, swarming Lawler with some big punches and getting the standing TKO as referee Mark Smith called the fight at 447 of round number two. And Brian Barbarina, that's another victory coming off a, a huge win over Matt Brown in Columbus a few months ago. And Barbarina continues to get things done. First fight on the main card uh, featured Pedro Munoz and Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, the fight was close throughout, to be honest with you. And you know, I maybe gave a slight edge to Munoz, but it could have gone either way. Uh, but then O'Malley inadvertently poked Munoz's eye, and so while Munoz, you know, he was given his five minutes time to recover, and during that, he told the doctor who came into the octagon to check on him, uh, he couldn't see, so the doctor stopped the fight. Hence, a no contest. Uh, O'Malley and some of the people in the crowd, you know, they were kind of wondering like how legit this was uh, because a lot of the camera angles they were showing in the arena and on the pay-per-view didn't really give a clear view of the eye poke. But then uh, just before the fight was officially over, they showed one where it was like straight on. You could see like a finger just going right in the corner of Munoz's eye. Uh, and matter of fact, the day after Munoz uh, revealed that he did suffer a scratch cornea. So I'd say it's legit. Will they run this fight back? Maybe, maybe not. I don't think there's a big hangering to see that because, again, this was a no contest. It wasn't uh, a win for either one. So uh, they had their chance. Came to a no contest. They move on. All right, let's take a look at the prelims. Uh, Jalen Turner, a big win. Uh, Jalen Turner, excuse me, a big win over Brad Riddell via submission guillotine choke just 45 seconds into round one. And then one of the fights I was looking most forward to on this card, Jim Miller and Donald Cerrone, a couple of absolute legends going at it, UFC 276. Matter of fact, these guys have fought so often and so long that the winner of this fight would become the UFC's all-time wins leader, and that would now belongs to 
Jim Miller. Yep, he becomes the all-time wins leader in UFC history with his 24th victory inside the octagon. Uh, both guys, the end of the fight, you saw both guys land simultaneous head kicks. Cerrone's probably connected better to Miller's head than uh, Miller's to uh, Cowboys, but as after Cerrone, as he landed that head kick, he seemed to slip a little bit, so then Miller capitalized on it with a beautiful textbook guillotine choke. Uh, and matter of fact, he locked in Cowboy's right arm in the process, so it was hard for him to tap, end up tapping with his left arm. But, uh, yeah, Miller, uh, again, a picture-perfect guillotine choke to win this fight. After the fight, the big news was after the fight where Cowboy Cerrone uh, took off his gloves, put him in his uh, cowboy hat, put him in the center of the octagon, and announced his retirement. Uh, he's, he's been a crowd favorite his entire career, and the guy would fight four or five times in a year, always putting out great performances and never giving like this a tough guy to finish. But uh, he says he just simply doesn't love fighting anymore like he used to, so he's now going to concentrate on his fledgling movie career. Uh, so best of luck to Donald Cerrone. Again, hanging up the gloves. A legend and a surefire Hall of Famer, Donald Cerrone, Thank you for the entertainment you've provided all MMA fans uh, throughout your career. Also on the uh, prelims, you had Ian Gary commanding unanimous decision victory over Gabe Green. Uh, all three judges scoring that fight 30-27. And it will turn out to be a very entertaining fight. Dreyse's Duplessis defeated Brad Tavares via unanimous decision. It was a 15-minute slugfest. Back and forth, and Duplessis, a big guy, just kept throwing haymaker after haymaker. I mean, there was no... He didn't half-ass any punches. I mean, he was just throwing haymaker and just bombs throughout the whole fight. And he just looked gassed from the middle of the first round because all that power, you exert all that, it wears you down. But yet, somehow, this guy had cardio for the whole fight and just kept moving forward and kept landing and throwing uh, big punches. So Duplessis with a huge win, uh, again, uh, winning over Brad Tavares uh, by unanimous decision. Andre Munez. Defeated Uriah Hall by unanimous decision. All three judges scoring that, 30-27. Uh, Macy Barber against Jessica Evil Eye out of Cleveland. Uh, this was Barber, ended up being a, a Macy Barber's third straight win as she stays on track for a potential future title shot down the road. Uh, UFC contract is over, uh, but she that was the last fight on her UFC contract. Uh, she said after the fight she would like to renegotiate. Maybe she has some leverage now, hopefully, in her mind, in her eyes, uh, for uh uh, moving forward in a better contract. But, uh, again, she looked pretty good in this fight, as usual, and it's just her uh, third straight win. And while for Jessica I, it was her fourth consecutive defeat inside the octagon and ended up being her last. So after a 12-year career, uh, she decided to hang up the gloves and call uh, call it a career. Uh, she did announce her retirement. Uh, Jessica I saying uh, she wants to see what the rest of the world looks like, and she even has some pro wrestling ambition. So it wasn't that long ago Jessica I was a contender, a title contender. And then uh, now, you know, she's in her 30s and she's fought long enough and she wants to see what else is out there in life. So uh, best of luck to Jessica I. And then the opening night, uh, opening fight of the night, Julia Stoliarenko against Jessica Rose Clark. Uh, this was a quick fight. If you blink, you might have missed it. Uh, Stoliarenko uh, won via submission uh, with a, just a devastating arm bar. Uh, it appeared to snap Jessica Rose Clark's arm in the process. I uh, kind of remind you, uh, maybe Frank Mir, what he did to uh, Tim Sylvia and others uh, in, their, in his career. But uh, Stoliarenko, her 42-second submission victory uh, is the second-fastest submission victory in UFC women's bantamweight history. So 
UFC 276 certainly delivered as they usually does uh, with the UFC pay-per-view uh, 4th of July weekend out in Las Vegas. But UFC wasn't the only promotion who had an event this weekend. The PFL was in action on Friday night. Uh, they had uh, 2022 PFL 6. Highlights here, Kayla Harrison keeps doing her thing, uh, staying unbeaten with the first round ground and pound TKO of Caitlin Young. Uh, Harrison remains perfect in her MMA career, 14-0, and she moves on to the PFL's women's lightweight playoffs in August. Also, you had uh, Sadabu C beat Rory McDonald by unanimous decision, but uh, both men, they do advance to the PFL welterweight playoffs with six points during the regular season. So that'll do it for this past weekend in MMA. This weekend, we've got UFC Fight Night 208, Rafael Dos Anjos against Rafael Fiziev. I'll preview that card for you later this week. Again, follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan, M-I-L-A-N-J-O-R-D-A-N. Thank you so much for tuning in. The MMA Daily Blitz is a DSP Media Online production. I'll talk to you later.